Can you spare 10 minutes? How would you use 10 minutes if they became available? I invite you to set aside your daily distractions for 10 minutes. Your email, your phone apps, your messages, and even multitasking. Invest in your spiritual life by listening to 10 minutes with the Gospel of John. Episode 4, Darkness. Over 100 years ago, David Smith penned these words. The penalty of living in the darkness is not merely that one does not see, but that one goes blind. Darkness has a detrimental impact on all elements of our lives. Animals can live in darkness, but have very little color pigmentation. Some microorganisms live in the darkness of caves, but are stunted in their speed of growth. Even J.R.R. Tolkien's character Gollum demonstrates the effect of a life spent in darkness, despite holding a ring of power in his possession. Given the basic human need for sunlight, these words found in the Gospel of John seem even more troubling. Humanity loved the darkness more than the light. John 3.19 Darkness must have tremendous appeal if it can attract so many individuals. Darkness is a time for our body to sleep, at least in most cases. Darkness, or rather shade, is an appeal on a day when the warmth created by the sun's light is uncomfortable. Darkness is also a time for building a bonfire on a cool fall evening, but the fire introduces light. There aren't many models for total darkness which have a positive appeal. On the other hand, however, the negative appeal of darkness is easier to identify. Darkness is a suitable time for stealth and secret aggression against another of the human race. Darkness proves beneficial for hiding actions that are not socially acceptable. Activities that should not be witnessed prefer the darkness. Yet, when all is said, a step outside on a cloudless night confirms these words from the Gospel of John. Darkness is unable to put out this light. John 1.5 the stars of the night sky, the sunlight reflected from the moon, even a plane flying overhead, these all confirm that light overcomes darkness. In the Old Testament, the most descriptive passages of darkness in the Old Testament may be found in a section known as the Minor Prophets, 12 prophetic books that end the Christian Old Testament. Amos and Zephaniah describe the coming day of the Lord as one that is not quite as filled with light as some thought it might be. Woe to the ones longing for the day of the Lord! What will this day of the Lord be for you? Indeed, this day is one of darkness and not one of light. Amos 5.18 That day is one of wrath, a day of oppression and calamity a day of deep darkness and total destruction, a day of darkness and the gloom of night, a day of clouds and misty fog. Zephaniah 1.15 
The Old Testament book of Job contains the most references to darkness. Job opens his mouth after his numerous tragedies and speaks about the day of his birth. Oh, were the day I was born only destroyed, as well as the night in which it was spoken, it's a boy. If only that day was darkness, and the Lord did not give thought to it again, and light did not shine on it again. If only that day had received darkness in the shadow of death, and gloom had covered it. If only that day and night were to be cursed, if only darkness would carry it off, may that day not even exist among days, nor be counted among the months. Job 3, verses 3 through 6. Darkness most often represents a time for hiding, a time for mourning and weeping, a time of forgetting. Elsewhere in John. In the Gospel of John, darkness always appears in contrast to or in comparison with the light Jesus provides for humanity. In addition to passages seen earlier, we find these. I am the light of the world. The one who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8:12. The light is among you for only a short time longer. Walk while you have the light, so the darkness does not put out the light in you. Anyone who walks surrounded by darkness does not see where he is going. John 12:35. I have come into the world as light so that everyone who trusts me should not remain in darkness. John 12:46. Yet, there is more to the story of light and darkness in the Gospel of John than these mere words. There is a more significant contrast between the two. John 9 reports the encounter by Jesus and his disciples with a man born blind, born into a life of total darkness. The disciples' question represents the opinion of the day. The man's blind birth must be the result of sin. Jesus' response challenges their understanding of this moment. We must engage in the activities of the one who sent me as long as it is day. Night is coming when no one will be able to do these activities. As long as I am here in the world, I am the light of the world. John 9, verses 4 through 5. This encounter does not report merely a physical healing. It represents a moment of conflict between night and day, between darkness and the light of the world. At the end of the story, after all the goings of this man among his neighbors and speaking with the Pharisees, the man finally sees Jesus for the first time. The Gospel of John summarizes the impact of the episode in these words of Jesus. I came to this world in order to render judgment, specifically so that those who are unable to see would see, and those who are able to see would become blind. John 9.39 If you were blind, then you would have no sin. But since you still say that you can see, your sin stays with you. John 9.41 Thus, with these words, Jesus corrects the viewpoint of his disciples and of the Pharisees concerning the identity of those who are truly blind in this world. 
In recounting this episode, which follows Jesus' famous proclamation in John 8, I am the light of the world, the words of the prophet Isaiah might be remembered. Those in the darkness and those blinded by the fogging of their eyes will see. Isaiah 29, 18. Concluding Thought When Judas left Jesus and the other disciples in order to betray him to the religious leaders, the Gospel of John indicates that it was night. Chapter 13, verse 30. After Peter's third denial, a rooster's crow signals the movement from night to day. John 18, 27. Jesus' accusers brought him to Pilate when it was early. John 18, 28. After the interplay between Pilate and the accusers, Pilate sits down to render his decision when it was about noon. Chapter 19, verse 14. Finally, after finishing everything he was sent to accomplish, and after bowing his head, Jesus delivered up his spirit. Chapter 19, verse 30. But most importantly, the Gospel of John does not record any shadow of darkness appearing while Jesus hung on the cross. In other words, despite the attempts by many, darkness is unable to put out this light. Chapter 1, verse 5. Thank you for investing these undistracted moments in your spiritual life. I invite you to return later for another episode of 10 Minutes with the Gospel of John, composed and narrated by Stan Harstein, all rights reserved.